Let us pray. Then said Paul unto him, God shall smite thee, thou whited wall. For sittest thou to judge me after the law, and commandest me to be smitten contrary to the law? Acts 23, 3 Heavenly Father, when deceitful people plot against me to hinder and derail the purposes of my life, like Paul in today's reading, I thank you that you have a special messenger that will relay the plans of the enemy to those who can shift and redirect my steps to safety. Move on my behalf today and direct my life to the place of safety, surrounded by men and women who are dedicated to helping me get to the final destination in my life. I declare that no plan of the enemy will thwart the eternal plans of God. I declare that even in the midst of hatred and violence, you will preserve me, because you have purposed me to do great things on your behalf, Jesus. Therefore, I will not be moved by the shouts and words of others. I will not allow their ignorance to overshadow my significance. I acknowledge today that I am called, and because I am called, no man can cancel what you've already approved. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for making prayer a priority in your life. To hear the Bible come to life, stay tuned for The Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good 
by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Whitewashed tombs. In our last story, Paul attempted to make peace with the Jews in Jerusalem by adhering to their ceremonies. However, his reputation for starting churches preceded him. Paul was universally hated among the Jews in Jerusalem, so they beat him and tried to kill him. Luckily, he was saved by the judge of Jerusalem, where Paul would get a fair trial as a Roman citizen. Now we see that the Jews refuse to let Paul receive a fair and just trial. They are hell-bent on killing him, so the judge is forced to send him away to the governor, one step closer to Rome. Inspired by the book of Acts, Galatians, Philippians, 1 Thessalonians, Ephesians, and 1 Corinthians. Hello and welcome once again to the Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham. You are joining over 27 million people who have downloaded this amazing opportunity to share the Word of God together. Thank you and be sure and tell someone else about how they can also walk through the Bible with us through the Bible in a year. In our previous episode, Paul returned to Jerusalem. He sought to be at peace, even participating in Jewish religious traditions in order to demonstrate to believing Jews, that is, Jews who believed in Jesus, that he was not rejecting or despising ancient tradition. However, this peace was soon shattered as unbelieving Jews from Asia who had heard of Paul's ministry and despised him stirred up the entire city against him. It nearly cost Paul his life. But he had appealed to the Roman judge on the basis of his Roman citizenship, and his life was spared, though he would have to stand trial with the Jewish religious council. So today we'll hear as Paul appears before the Pharisees, Sadducees, and elders of Jerusalem. The divided panel will fail to come to a conclusion about Paul, and Paul would be referred to the governor for trial. This frustrated council will plot to kill Paul, but God will once again spare his life. So, listen now to the reading of God's Word. Paul stood before the council of Pharisees and elders. The judge was above them all, observing their dialogue to make a decision. Dried blood was caked on the side of Paul's face as he looked at the crowd. His knee was swollen from yesterday's beating. It throbbed as he stood before his accusers. My brothers, I have lived my whole life with a clear conscience. I... The high priest slapped Paul on the side of his face. He ordered the other men to do the same. One by one they struck him. With every blow, Paul became more and more angry. Blood dripped down from his ears. Paul paused for a long moment. You whitewashed tomb, he scowled. His voice raised for the whole room to hear. His bones shook with anger. He could no longer endure their hypocrisy. 
You judge me because I broke your law, but here you are raising your hand against a brother, disobeying your own law. Shut up, one of them shouted. Don't you know you are speaking to the high priest? Paul rolled his neck back and thought for a moment. He looked at the crowd. He saw that some of them were Pharisees and others were Sadducees. Perfect, Paul thought to himself. The Pharisees believed in resurrection from the dead, spirit, and angels. Sadducees, however, did not. It was a highly debated topic of the time and caused a great amount of division in the culture. Rather than argue with his accusers, he decided to pit them against one another. My brothers, please forgive me, Paul said with an apologetic smile. I was simply hoping in the resurrection from the dead. I presume that is why I am on trial. Paul remained silent after this. He could hear mumbles and murmurings from the crowd. Small conversations arose from different corners of the room, and soon the entire courthouse was in an uproar. Pharisees and Sadducees arguing over spiritual matters. Paul chuckled to himself, remembering when he was as petty and prideful as they were. They argued for a while, but eventually turned their aggression towards Paul. Afraid that he might be ripped to shreds, the judge took him away and made arrangements for him to go to the governor for a trial. So Paul spent yet another night in a cold jail cell. He could hear the clamoring of people outside. His heart ached for the Ephesian church. He prayed that they were living in their identities. He missed the Philippian church. He thanked God for their partnership in the gospel. He worried for the Corinthian church. He prayed that their hearts would turn back to God. He rejoiced over the Thessalonian church. He prayed that they would remain steadfast and unbroken. He anguished over the Galatian church, yet he had hope that they would reunite with the gospel of grace. All these people Paul had seen grow and follow Jesus. He loved them all with a father's heart. He worried that he would never see any of them again. As Paul closed his eyes and drifted slowly to sleep, he felt the comforting voice of God's Spirit, saying, Be strong and courageous, for I am sending you to Rome. As Paul slept soundly in his cell, the Jews plotted to kill him the next day. Under the cover of night, they conspired to murder him. It was their plan to ask the judge for another trial, and while Paul was being led to the courthouse, they would send thirty men to kill him. It was a simple plan, but foolproof, if they could get the judge to agree to another trial. However, an agent of the Lord was present in the shadows. An unknowing minister of his will was listening in on their conversation. A small boy hid between two barrels, listening to the Jews conspiring to kill Paul. This little boy was Paul's nephew. Paul's nephew informed the judge about the plot to kill him. So the judge gathered 200 men to escort Paul to Felix, the governor. We begin today's reading with Paul addressing the council of the high priests, Pharisees, and elders of Jerusalem. He was barely able to get his first words out before the high priest, Ananias, turned to violence, ordering those near Paul to strike him on the mouth and silence him. In response, we hear Paul rebuke them in Acts 23, verse 3, saying, God is going to strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting to judge me according to the law, and yet contrary to the law you order me to be struck? In calling out the hypocrisy and the hatred of those who were judging him, Paul's words hearken back to Christ's own condemnation of the Pharisees, whom he called whitewashed tombs. 
Whitewashing walls or tombs does not change what is behind the exterior visage, and the council's grandstanding and piety did not change the condition of their unbelieving hearts. The fact that they desperately needed genuine salvation. They needed Jesus Christ, the Messiah and Savior of the world. Paul then noted that among these men, there was no unity. The council was made up of Pharisees as well as Sadducees, the latter of which did not believe in bodily resurrection from the dead. Knowing he could not argue his way out of this situation, Paul made use of the disagreement among these men, stating that he was being put on trial simply because he had hope in the resurrection. In this, Paul was completely truthful, because he did have great hope in the resurrection of Jesus, and therefore the resurrection of his own body, because of what Christ had accomplished and promised. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life, and he that believes in me, though he be dead, he will live. And though the Pharisees didn't hope in the same way in the resurrection, they found themselves backed into a corner. They could not condemn Paul for affirming something that they believed so dearly, the resurrection of the dead. So some advocated for his release. As the dissension among the group grew more and more heated, violence began to erupt. The Roman judge who stood observing the proceedings was worried that Paul would be ripped to shreds, so he shut things down and sent him back to the barracks. That very night, the Lord appeared to Paul to comfort and strengthen him, telling him to take courage because this was not the end of the road for him. You see, even in the moment of trial, God was working out his purposes. Just as Paul had testified to the gospel in Jerusalem, he would soon have the opportunity to go to Rome and to share Jesus Christ at the very seat of power. More than a simple side note to this story, this is the main point. God works all things for the good of those who love him and are fulfilling his purposes. This is Romans 8.28 in the New Testament. Let me quote it. For God is working all things together for the good to them who love the Lord, to those who are called according to his purpose. Of course, Paul was not out of danger yet. As he sat in his cell that night in Jerusalem, the leader there began to plot his murder. They planned to ask the judge for another trial the next morning, but this was only to kill him before he could even arrive at the courthouse. But as we know, God had a bigger and greater plan for Paul. So it should come as no surprise that their plan was uncovered. Paul's own nephew overheard them and alerted Paul, who warned the centurion who was guarding him. So as we close today's reading, we heard how God provided safe passage for Paul to leave Jerusalem, not under the cover of night, but with a Roman escort of 200 soldiers. The gospel was marching on, headed to Caesarea and Felix the governor. We'll get to that the next time. Dear Lord, how we thank you for the reminder that our lives are always in your hands, that we can be courageous and fearless in the face of death. Lord, we thank you for the power of the resurrection and the promise of the gospel that Jesus lives. May we live in the power of his cross and resurrection every day of our lives. And may we always be faithful to share this good news with our neighbors and the nations. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Let me encourage you to go ahead right now and download the Pray.com app and make the Word of God and prayer a huge priority in your life. Let me also encourage you 
to tell others about this podcast because you can pass the word to others. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power for living the Christian life, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. That's jackgraham.org. We would love to connect with you right now. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Hello, I'm Dr. Tony Evans, and I'm excited to have you join me on this new podcast, Heroes in the Bible. Come to me, boy. You and your God will crumble beneath my feet. He beckoned the giant and said, I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts and creator of the stars. You know, we all have giants that we face in our life. And when you understand that the greatness of God affects our ability to handle the giants of life, it will encourage, inspire, and challenge all of us to our faith in God and our growth in Jesus Christ. Look past his height and appearance, Samuel, for man sees the outward appearance. They see the strength of the man's arms, but the Lord looks into the heart. Listen to Heroes in the Bible with Dr. Tony Evans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.